0: Meanwhile in the pot cave.
1: Welcome back to another edition of the Podman. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron, and I am Alex. And I am (laughs) Alex. You said you (laughs) sounded like you were going to continue something there, but that's good. I am Alex. Nothing to
2: continue. I I keep it short and sweet this episode. Yeah, all five word
1: answers. uh, Excellent, because last episode was two hours. We clocked in over two hours over. uh, Yeah.
2: Absolutely
1: nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, but before we get into things, we should probably address just really quickly off the top uh, It'll let all the people know that we're still are not going to have an F9 review because Podman Ron <laughs> does not like to go to the movies by himself. I do not like to go to the movies by myself. Why is that, Podman Ron? <laughs>
3: I just never have liked going by myself. It's just I'd rather go with somebody so I can talk about the movie afterwards.
1: You mean during it? <laughs> yeah, during it. <laughs> I mean, you can, <laughs> you can always call Brian afterwards and talk to him. I uh, no. Hell, you could call
2: Brian during it and just talk to that's him. That's probably it's true. The theater would just, be empty. Yeah, you could
3: it's
1: just never there. the
3: same.
2: So well, right. it wouldn't be empty. F9 is the highest performing movie since the pandemic started. I think it crushed A Quiet Place. And what is it sitting at, like $490 million <laughs> off of its opening weekend worldwide?
4: No, there's no way. Really? Yeah.
2: I think it was that big. It was like $490 What well, At what point
4: do the moratorium, does the moratorium end on spoilers for PMR?
1: I would say so next, I week.
2: Film.
3: next week. Next week. Next week. Give them All two right. weeks.
1: Give them two weeks at least. All right. Is that fair enough? That's fair enough. All right. The good. next show, we'll talk about it. After that, we got to talk about the – is there a post-credit scene or some sort of make-out scene between The Rock and uh, uh, Helen Mirren or something like that? I don't know what, but I I just know that there's something exciting happening, right? Uh, Yeah.
4: And they've announced
1: that 9 and 10 will start
4: filming – or 10 and 11 will start filming uh, back-to-back in
2: January. Wait, I thought there was just supposed to be one more. No, nope.
4: well, it's one more. He's doing Avengers Endgame. He's doing the giant, <laughs> giant movie.
2: <laughs> Number 10's got to be big. yeah. yeah. So middle. I can expect the crew to lose next time. Ah. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, it's going to be great. All right, Well, We'll get, get snapped. The family will be
1: broken. Ah, we can only hope.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, you know,
1: we don't have a whole lot of news, but let's go ahead and hit it. All right. In the news, I think we, uh, like I said, we don't have a whole lot going on in there. Uh, but we do have the return of something that maybe, Brian, you only know about, Good Omens. Uh, did yep. anybody watch Good Omens Season 1?
2: Oh. I did. All right. I did. You did? I did. Alex, well, I what loved it. So of course I watched it. It's a great show. No. It's, it's like a, a great chance. show. I mean, you have David Tennant in there. Anything David Tennant attached to him. Got
1: to love David Tennant, yeah.
2: And he, he always brings it brings it home, and he brings it home in the show. And It's just a, it's a really fun show, and it's really addictive. I think I binged it in a day, and I think I stayed up really late finishing it. Um,
3: Ten words or less, what's it about?
2: Uh, the Devil and uh, – not the de- – oh, I guess the Devil. Well, I'll, I'll tell you know what. Let's do it,
1: Alex. Let's hear okay, a clip no, real quick. Let's hear a clip real quick
3: not very subtle of the almighty though fruit tree in the middle of a garden with a don't touch sign I mean,
4: why not put it on the top of a high mountain or on the moon
3: makes you wonder what god's really planning best not to speculate
1: it's all part of the great plan it's not for us to understand it's ineffable All right. Did that give you a little bit of flavor of the excitement of good omens there, boy? That's a nail biter. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Two two angels talking about God's plan. Brian, what what else can you add to that?
4: It's uh, an exercise in kind of theology and the sort of like ludicrousness of uh, some of the uh, you know the Bible and, and that sort of thing. The it's basically an angel and a devil who have lived forever. And now it's the end times, and the Antichrist is a doofus. So,
1: uh, so this is right up P.M.R.'s alley. Do You love Preacher, right? Yeah, I love Preacher. This sounds a lot like Preacher, is it?
3: No, I don't know.
1: It's more
4: uh, warm-hearted than Preacher. It's, a, it's lighter <laughs> than Preacher. So yeah. But, yeah, Good Omens is really good. And it's, uh, uh Neil, as Alex says, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett passed away. Um, but apparently they were working on a sequel sequel book in the past. But there is no Good Omens 2. So this is kind of coming out of left field that they're making another season out of the material that Neil Gaiman and Terry
2: Pratchett had, had kind of worked out for the book. They mu- Yeah, they must know the extra little bits that were supposed to be in that book that we don't. So I'm hoping. I like the show. It's a really fun show. Right. Yeah. But-
4: it's kind of like uh, the HBO Watchmen show, right? I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't in a comic. The threads were left there, and they wrote an original story that you know has never been in the books. Yeah. So that so you know you didn't know what was going to happen.
2: That, I, mean, I wish they would have done a season two for the HBO Watchmen show. It's really good, like well, really, really, I really mean, strong. I
4: thought
1: they were doing a season two. No, they're not. Did the, you ever uh, watch season one what- Watchmen? Podman Run? I saw like two episodes. Good enough. Really, really Lindelof good.
4: said he won't do it. He's like, if somebody <laughs> else wants to pick up the pick up the uh, the reins, fun, fine, fine by me. But I'm not doing it. I wish Lindelof. I wish they would maybe come back to Watchmen down the road But do but that. I wish Lindelof would move over and do Kingdom Come. Yeah, DC Kingdom Come. Yeah.
1: Oh, so. sure. no,
2: right. David Lindelof.
1: Well, all, all the season twos are, uh, that should have been. We'll, nev- we'll, well never know.
2: Season twos
1: should have. Uh, is that it for news? That the- uh, I mean, that's almost it. We do have a little bit of casting news. Uh, let me see if you can uh, see if you understand or, or uh, recognize this voice from casting news. I am now
2: Optimal Optimus. The Matrix.
4: It's telling me. That I am now the protector of all sentient beings. My destiny is to lead our kind to an age of
0: peace and glory.
1: I hope to count on your support. All right. Uh, Ron Perlman as the new Optimus Prime. He hopes he can count on your support. Uh, not, well, not his first time in the Transformers world, as we just heard his voice there. Hold on, right. Prime, isn't it? What is his actual name? <laughs> Optimal Prime or something? Well, This was from, uh, and Brian, you, you know more about, uh, I think, the Transformers mythos and stuff, but this was a, a series that I never knew existed um, uh, Rise of the, uh, what was it? Rise of the Primes. Uh, it was on Machinima, I think. Yep. Uh, and it, it had the original Optimus Prime in there, but it also had Ron Perlman, who became Optimal Optimus. <laughs> toward the end Jesus of that series Christ. uh you know a little bit weird but i was i think it was only like 2018 something like that not too old show so
4: yeah it's not too old basically uh hasbro they had the comic going trying to like drive the uh, the universe and an excuse the more figures and they realized well we need something and so they tried to make like a a, a youtube show so they only like five minute episodes but optimal Optimus is like the combination of Optimus Prime and then Beast Wars. Optimus was Optimus Primal, right. so optimal uh, Optimus is basically the, the merger of all of them. But they said, yeah, he's 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 gonna come back in the uh, Beast uh, Rise of the Beasts movie. Ron Perlman is, but uh, Peter Cullen's still gonna be Optimus Prime in the movie as well. So you're gonna have optimal Optimus, and you're gonna have uh, Optimus Prime.
0: You got
1: the touch. You got the power. Wow. It's just as yeah, and uh, we can only hope that Stan Bush comes back to write the theme song for it. <laughs> Look,
4: uh, you got the touch. Uh, and Trink, what was the other one he did? Dare. Uh, dare, dare.
1: dare. Well, no, that was uh, Weird Al, Dare to be Stupid. No,
4: no, no. There was another one. That there was called. another one. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You I, win I, it I, if you can. Oh, there you Yeah, you win if you dare. Uh, yeah, I had that on cassette. I think maybe PMR borrowed that from me at one point along with my banana. No, I never – uh, banana yeah, I did borrow that. I'll admit the banana. Uh, I still have your Bananarama tape. <laughs> I got nothing to play it on. You waited me out, PMR. You kept <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> something like Lock, from me until it soundtrack. was obsolete. Just like Blockbuster.
3: Yeah, just like Blockbuster. It's fantastic. It, it is good.
1: Uh, and uh, up next, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. What do you want here? Jungle Cruise with The Rock.
3: Of all the Jungle Cruises you can take in the Amazon, this one is undoubtedly the cheapest. But also the most thrilling. Heads up. Coming through. Look out! Marauders. Natives.
1: (laughs) All right. Wait, what (laughs) is this? Uh, Jungle Cruise. With The, the Rock. The, yes, The Movie. What else would it be, Alex? A it's, TV series? Like Come on.
2: Co- it sounded like a toy commercial, the way he was narrating it. I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, was this is
1: movie? A, Disney's Jungle Cruise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've not seen it. Uh, Brian, any initial thoughts on uh, seeing The Rock in the Jungle? I
4: mean, it looks uh, like uh, Jibansi. So, I mean... Yeah, you know he 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 knows where his his, uh, his wheelhouse is. <laughs> I, they they have said that a, there, about eight ish years ago, uh, Favreau was developing a Magic Kingdom movie for Disney. It was going to focus on the Magic Kingdom. Um, it sounds like what they're doing now is kind of expanding on that maybe maybe we'll have like an avengers type universe around the magic right. kingdom but they've said we're doing the jungle cruise movie and then next they're doing a haunted a new haunted mansion movie like they're rebooting the haunted mansion right. yeah you because know, we had the eddie Murphy movie 20 years ago uh Great movie and then i guess maybe frontierland at some point but uh it's the rock i'll watch it i'll watch it i'm sure i'll enjoy it
2: I honestly think Jungle Cruise actually, from the trailers in the past, I actually am kind of excited for that. I, I, I think, because isn't it the biggest, I think it's the biggest set ever built? Uh, like, I on, don't know. On-studio set, I think ever built, um, like practical-wise. So I'm actually, I'm looking forward to that. Right. Like, it sounds kind of fun. I know there was like some controversy, I think, at the beginning uh, for, what's his name, Jack Whitehall? Uh, Disney had him playing an uh, oh, yeah, LGBT yeah. character of sorts. Yeah. Uh, and they had to rewrite that because he's not actually LGBT. Uh, but yeah. even desi- besides controversy, I think it actually is pretty fun. It, it, it's more my, up my alley of summer pop flick. So, it it looks
3: like. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it just looked I mean, you know I'm not going to crap on it because that looks like something that kids can go see. <laughs> it just kind of reminds me. I don't know if any kids are into this anymore, but it kind of reminds me of those simple Disney movies from the 70s when, you know, we were kids that, you know, just like a little. Yeah.
0: Escape escape from from Witch Mountain. Mountain.
3: Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Just a a simple adventure movie, you know, without the the sex and the cussing and the killing and
0: the sex and the cussing
3: and the killing. You know, it's nothing that I really want to go see. Even though I am a big rock fan, or I was before. Every time I open up my Instagram, he's looking at me, but because uh, I think he posts like eighty times a day. But um you know, i I think it I think it serves its purpose for for kids and stuff to get back into the movies and stuff. So I,
0: you're also awesome. you know, maybe.
3: If, yeah, you know what? It looks okay. I mean, maybe uh, at the dollar movie, I'd go see
1: it, but but not by yourself. But definitely not <laughs> by myself. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's probably appropriate. <laughs> I mean, you know what? what, or, what uh, Disney movie really fucked me up
4: in like the eighties. Was uh, something, something wicked, wicked this way this comes? Way comes? Yeah. yeah, that
2: was a scary fucking movie.
4: That was like a creepy
1: movie. Yeah. I don't really. Re- I would love to. I you know I think I have seen it like in the past like. Twenty years, I've seen it again. <laughs> it feels I like. Saw, but...
3: I saw it at the theater, and I didn't.
1: I didn't get it.
2: Yeah, I didn't get it. Was it. Creepy. Was like, oh, it's yeah. Creepy. Speaking of a movie that fucked me up as a kid, what's that movie where like the horse like drowns in the puddle of like mud?
0: Oh, a Neverending ending story. story. Oh, I've got a
2: great. I've got a great story about <laughs> oh, that movie. That movie fucks <laughs> me up. What story? What? Neverending Story. <laughs> oh, I never saw that. So oh my God, when the twins were like five uh
4: we were trying to watch something downstairs we were probably binging you know sopranos or something and uh, so we're trying to get them to watch something upstairs so i put on the neighborhood Story, story i forgot about that scene right and so we're sitting there watching it they're enjoying it and, so, and all of a sudden we hear wailing and screaming coming from upstairs and they start they run downstairs they're both just crying their eyes out and joshua starts yelling at me they're, they're like the horse died he died. It's fucking just, heartbreaking. They're just
2: in their eyes out, and Joshua goes, "Why did you let us watch?"
0: That?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it's like a beautiful movie. It's like one of the best movies like I remember as a kid. But for, it is like a heartbreaking movie. It is so yeah. sad. That horse dying traumatized me. Wow. Yeah. wow. Oh. my five year old was critiquing my parenting skills.
0: Why did you watch it? Let me know. <laughs> they let us watch it in
1: like
2: five, when I was like five at school. I remember because that's where I watched it the first time. It was at it was at my uh, elementary school. Wild. Gotcha. You, well, I just looked
4: this up. Uh, something wicked this way comes was written by Ray Bradbury. Yep. 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 So I didn't realize it. So.
0: Hmm. All hmm. right.
1: Uh, so, something else that creeps you out. Alex, we were just talking about in the green room. Uh, the Spider-Man, of uh, uh, come back home. Lego figure <laughs> sets. Uh, evidently Spider-Man comes back home and hangs out with Dr. Strange's and Dr. Strange's attic slash workshop. I don't know. Yeah. What did the Lego sets tell us? The, these Lego sets tell us jack shit about the movie. Other than it Good. makes no goddamn
2: sense. Uh, If you look at the pictures I sent in the chat, uh, there's a weird green scorpion monster uh, (laughs) fighting Wong, uh, and I don't understand what it is. Uh, And then in another picture, it says the one with the vulture, it says it's inspired by Marvel Studios' Spider-Man Homecoming, but there's this weird spider drone in it and a golden and black Spider-Man minifigure. So I don't know what the fuck is happening. Uh, It makes no sense. And I'm almost positive these are just, like, bullshit sets that Lego's coming out with to just confuse us. And Marvel's just, like, said, build whatever you want. Just come up with some random shit. And it doesn't matter. I'm almost positive that's what happ- That's what's happening.
3: Or, or, because... It's the it's multiverse. So, yes, yeah, the multiverse. So you're got a different Spider-Man. So that's probably another it just, Spider-Man. Yeah, it so that
2: should be a, a quick glimpse of another Spider-Man. But boom, they've made another figure. So that golden and black one's going to be an opposite universe Spider-Man?
3: I guarantee you it's going to be another Spider-Man from another universe. So like Brian said, that's another reason that they can make another Spider-Man figure.
4: Well, it also
2: does, if you
4: look at... It's not just in Lego, right? It's Marvel Legends, they can make another one. And then the Marvel, you know, the Spidey Adventures line, they can
2: make another of it. So... Yeah. Yeah, you, you show uh, one character for five seconds and boom. 17 what? toys. Yeah. yeah. Millions of dollars. And if you do look at the corner box office, I mean, box art right there. I'll show you guys. That's his new suit. Uh, which people have found out is a concept art from Spider-Man Far From Home, the last movie. Um, so yeah, all of this is just really really confusing. Um, it's like the iron spider suit meshed with the Far From Home suit.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right.
2: it's, it's really confusing and really weird, and I don't understand. It
4: also looks a little bit like the uh, Spider-Man uh, PlayStation game
2: suit. Yeah, if they were literally had just switched the symbol to white, it would look just like it. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of confusion going on in the Spider-Man community about what the fuck this means. <laughs>
1: based on uh, a Lego set.
2: Based on Lego sets. So I'm expecting a trailer now pretty soon. If we're getting Lego leaks, which means we're probably getting, like, Marvel Legends leaks and stuff like that. Um, And it said it was supposed to come out in July. That was, like, all the rumors and stuff. So we'll see. I have no idea.
3: uh, What, the trailer?
2: Yeah, the No Way Home trailer.
3: Oh, you know, I think it was in July
2: that the first
3: Spider-Man trailer came out.
2: So it'll probably be July. It'll probably be. It'll be on Black (laughs) Widow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. And that's, what, July 7th? So that'll come out probably
1: in the next couple days, literally. All right. Well, hopefully that will clear up all of your answers. And, it won't. <laughs> uh, well, whatever. Uh, and, and more in sequel news. Uh, Brian, we've got a little bit more about this aliens. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a sequel. It's a prequel. It's a mequel, It's a whatever. I don't know. What is it? What is what is this new alien story that is coming out?
4: So FX is doing an aliens TV show by Noah Hawley, who is uh, responsible for uh the uh, Legion, Legion TV show, as well as Fargo. Of the two, Fargo is better. Fargo is fantastic, uh, but both were really have been really really good. So I have faith in him, but I also think he may be uh, dipping into his you know smoking his own stash because he, in, the, in the article today talking about it, he says that uh, the show is not about Ripley, but it will focus on inequality.
1: Get away in- from her, you bitch. Wow. Uh, we may not hear lines like that in this if we're talking about no. inequality. Yeah, so
4: inequality. So it's what he said is you're going to it's going to involve who keeps sending the xenomorphs to kill us. Mm. Um and and almost it sounds like you know, the xenomorphs they're not such bad guys. They're just like the downtrodden. They're just being told to do this job.
1: Yep, I know the feeling. But,
4: but the real bad guys are their <laughs> bosses.
2: They're, it's like a yeah. corporation. It's Jeff Bezos. <laughs> it's Jeff Bezos. I would love to see like a xenomorph like
4: innocent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Die>. <laughs> Wait a Going minute. Go over like graphs? Graphs and things? Vid diagrams? This whole, this whole time, Aliens is just a commentary on the capitalistic <laughs> market. We just never knew.
1: It very well may be, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, interesting. Elon Musk, uh, Xenomorph. I think I think P- PMR is getting attacked by a Xenomorph out there in the dark. Oh no!
0: Yep, Wait, he's got to go back in, get him, drink, get him a drink,
1: get him some coffee. All right. Well, while Podman Ryan's head again, let's head to the movies and cue the music. God,
0: He's
3: screaming. He's
1: screaming. I think that's on your end, Podman Ron, isn't it? No, nobody's screaming on my end. Uh, I must be on Brian's end. Well, uh, since we don't have uh, a a Fast 9 review from you, Podman Ron, I think the only other movie that I uh, had no idea was coming out, uh, Brian let us know about it, and I actually had a chance to watch it this morning, and uh, I love America.
0: Washington.
3: Let's
1: go start a fucking revolution.
2: (laughs) Ding dong! It's America, motherfucker! Did you practice that (laughs) light in the car on your way here? What the fuck is a car?
0: (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Hello, Gav. Oh, Gav. Got- I
3: can't ask you to go in there with me.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: good because no. Great. Good luck. Whoa, 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 whoa. Science! Science! All right. So, America, the motion picture, uh, based on actual events, Netflix animated movie by the creators of Archer, starring uh, Channing Tatum and uh, Podman favorite Jason Mendoza uh, and Olivia Munn. Uh, so it's kind of got everybody you ever uh, knew uh, you wanted to be friends with or in this movie. Uh, Brian, Alex, have you watched it? I've not watched it yet, only because I had my assigned film to watch. Ah, very good. But I'm glad you stuck with the assignment. I there know,
4: are. I there are some uh, – sorry, sorry. But there's
1: sorry,
4: there's definitely some, uh, some uh, 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 catchphrase-worthy lines just in the trailer. So –
1: it's uh, you know what? I I I don't know, maybe I was in a, 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 a too much caffe- caffeinated mood this morning. Uh Podman Ron, if you could put us on mute, that might help a little bit. What are, do- uh, on, what are you doing? He's out I think he's outside peeing. No,
2: he's in a pan. he's
1: in the pantry. I uh, he must be getting some fried <laughs> fried pork skins then. If he's in the pantry, he's getting fried pork skins. Just- <laughs> uh anyway, um. No, I I watched it this morning. I had to pause it when I had meetings and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I loved it. I I love this movie. I didn't expect to. I mean, it's full of you know potty humor and trash humor and all that kind of stuff, which I'm certainly not opposed to or anything. But you know, after a while, sort of like Family Guy, you kind of hid your tolerance of it and like, okay, show me something different. Uh, The thing that I think made this – and this isn't spoiling too much – the thing that I think actually made this tolerable to watch uh, was the complete insanity of it. Like it, it starts out with George Washington and Abraham Lincoln as best friends. I don't know what Podman is he about is to, to show us his junk. I what think so. He's, he's, yeah, there. It is. There's his junk. There's his junk. Uh, It starts out with Washington and Lincoln as best friends, and they're broing it up. And
3: well, how are they best friends? They're like a hundred years apart. It's fiction. I, this for is PMR. this is the humor
1: of it. PMR. So uh, okay, I got you. Also in it are Paul Revere and Thomas Edison and John Henry and other <laughs> folks. So we kind of just. Picks people like the Justice League. all over. It's like the Justice League. Picks people from all different times, but it treats them. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, oh my gosh, Thomas Edison and George Washington are together. This is crazy. It's just like, oh yeah, there's Thomas Edison. You know, I've heard about you type <laughs> stuff. So to me, that was part of the humor. There's a lot of uh, fantastic uh, uh, callbacks to other movies in it, of course. Uh, and at one point, PMR, you may enjoy toward the end when they're going on a big raid of, uh, of the, the British, uh, there's a theme song of Axel F as they're kind of sneaking around the house and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but it's played on like a flute. As opposed to synthesizers <laughs> and everything. Um, <laughs> oh yeah! Right. Uh, so anyways, I, I highly recommend it. I plan on watching it again because I'm sure there's a shit ton. Of, really? Wow! Because there's so many jokes. I mean, it just hits. It's just like Archer, right? I mean, if you've seen those, the jokes just boom, 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 one yeah. right after each other. Uh, so this is an hour and a half or whatever of that. Uh, so yeah, totally. Highly recommend it. Uh, give it a. I'll give it a, a four. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, uh, but it's so, pretty close to it. I mean, as far as so Rocky this is comedy. on Netflix. This is on Netflix. And what's it called? It's called America the Motion Picture.
2: No, no, don't, don't. We're getting uh, that's vodka. Yep, and there he is. There he goes. goes. There All it right, goes. now
1: the now the podcast's getting heated up. That's gonna get
0: interesting.
1: Uh, so, Alex, oh, I I think you would enjoy it if you love a good like uh, raucous it. comedy.
2: I, I do love a good raucous comedy.
1: A lot of Star Wars references. It, it, again, it's it, it's it's, pure like nerd, it's nerd culture.
2: It's it's not like uh, Dumb and Dumber levels of stupid comedy, right? No, I is mean that, I can't handle that stuff. No, that it's stuff not goes, like goes, that. Goes again,
1: it's like again, it's like Family Guy is what you it's said. It's more right? like Family Guy. Okay, toward okay. their toward the end, there, which is more
3: how, uh, highbrow humor there.
1: Yeah, slightly. Like, I mean, I was you know kind of. Mm. Uh, kind of South Parkish as well, a little bit of South, uh-huh. South Park I'm going into. At the end, when the the British and the Americans are, are getting ready to go into battle, uh, the British you know come at them with these AT ATATS, um, looking uh, you know things from from Star Wars, uh, except for they're the double decker buses. And then there's one part where one of the guys is like, "Stay on target, stay on target." So he's like, "Porkins." <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, so, anyways, there's all kinds of nerd stuff in there. Highly recommend it. Go watch it tonight if you can. Podman Ron, I'm going to. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds pretty good. All right. uh, any other well, Any other movies uh, uh, before we go to the streaming? Will anything else, Brian? I know you, <sighs> you you try to get this in. Yeah, I can't. I can't
4: talk about F9. So, I mean. Uh,
1: We'll save it for another week. All right. We'll save it for the podcast. Uh, I I thought we were going to end it. Never mind. All right. So, Brian, your assignment on the streaming wheel was a little-known movie called Seven Chinese Brothers. Usually I don't like my work. I tend not to. But I like my boss. So that makes it a place that I look forward to going to, which I've never had before, really. What's this? Uh, Wait. That fat kid getting out of a pool. I'm going to try to be a uh, good or better person. All right. Uh, we all love Jason Schwartzman. I mean, mm-hmm. I know Podman Ron's just learning about him. Uh, is this a good or better movie from Jason Schwartzman?
4: Well, I, I love Jason Schwartzman, but I was not willing to pay the $4 to rent it because oh. it's no longer available Oh, just, was,
1: oh my God. It must, uh, today's the first, so you waited too long. It probably went out of window.
4: Yeah, actually, right. I guess I should have watched it yesterday, but not to shirk on my duties – I went and one click over on the wheel. Oh. I watched Saint Maude.
1: Oh, okay, a horror, uh, a horror movie, right? Uh, a
4: horror movie, okay. uh Psychological, like
3: uh, I thought. Is that was your streaming movie? Nope,
1: no. I think Podman Ron, Pod Ron has a delay. I think on his audio. Oh, yeah, I'm what so.
4: was the the movie I was going to watch? Was no right. longer free on Prime. Gotcha. So I watched uh, St. Maud, which was uh, apparently like in uh, England, it won like or it was nominated for several awards. Uh, Basically, it follows a hospice nurse who um, is a devout Christian and decides that that that's her calling is to to get to help people become saved before they die. Uh, and uh, she's also, apparently the reason why she works in hospice is something bad happened at the hospital she worked at. They don't tell you what happened, but they reference it several times. Uh, and by the end of the movie, you realize she's, she's actually just mm-hmm. batshit crazy. Well, uh, it, you, it, it, it walks the line between is this really happening? It, uh, you know, is, is there some sort of demonic possession happening? Or is she crazy? And it kind of waxes and wanes. And once you, you know, as soon as you think she's crazy, something will happen and you're like, oh, well, that, you know, that seems kind of, uh, you know, otherworldly. And then something else will happen where it seems like she's crazy again. But um, the, it took a long time and it was a a long, like, sort of uh, singular, it's really just her. It's her and the one hospice patient it takes a long time to get to, like, any of the actual action.
0: Wow.
4: And once the action kind of starts, it's cool, but, again, it's a low-budget film. So it's, it's kind of like that Blair Witch, you know, less is more sort of uh, scenario.
1: Kind of like TMR uh, walking through the woods in the dark.
4: Yeah, Exactly. What I do like is the film does it doesn't leave ambiguity at the very end. And, you know, it's okay. Ambiguous, ambiguous, ambiguous is what's really happening until like the last two seconds of the film, and then you realize, oh wait, no, she actually was crazy.
1: So, essentially, what
4: happens is the uh, the hospital trust Willen.
1: It might as well. I'm not so, going to watch it.
4: Essentially, what happens is the hospice patient that she's like assigned to. Uh, she's a former dancer, and, and uh, you know she uh, has parties and and has people come over because she's she's dying of like spinal lymphoma, um, and uh, so she uh, the the nurse actually gets fired for like overstepping, uh, and decides you know she uh, that she has a crisis of faith and then realizes no I was right and then goes back to finally and and brings like holy water with her to try and um, one last time to save this hospice patient because she's getting close to dying. And uh, when she starts like dabbing her with the, the uh, holy water, the hospice patient's like, no, stop, like, stop, like quit it, quit. Like she won't let her, she won't let her dab her. Um, and then uh, she tells her that, you know, her, your beliefs are a joke, all that kind of stuff. I was just making fun of you. And, and she, she can, she turns into a demon, like her, you know, she does the whole thing with her mouth, like opens up or, And uh, so the nurse, like, stabs her to death. And you're like, oh, well, she really was possessed. Uh, And then it's the next morning, and you see the nurse walking out onto the beach because it's, like, a beachfront town. And uh, she starts pouring um, gasoline over herself. And there's people on the beach, and you hear people screaming, like, stop her, stop her. And uh, But then when it shows her perspective, they're all just watching her, like like, peacefully. And then she lights herself on fire, and then everybody... And the, you know, the sky opens up, and everybody kind of kneels down, and uh, like the uh, this is like a big moment, you know. Uh, uh, and there she has angels' wings, and you're like, oh well, is this really like happening? And uh, then the very last few seconds, it shows her like charred, burnt face, and she's screaming, just blood curdling screams, and that's the way the movie goes off. Ouch! So it's ambiguous, 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 ambiguous. No, she's crazy. Which. I appreciated that fact <laughs> that they didn't leave it all hanging, right? You know, all right. But uh, it was pretty good. Like I, I kind of these sort the sort of like uh, mood pieces. You know, right. everything's everything's kind of like uh, um, uh, what claustrophobic is, is probably the best way to okay. describe the whole film. It's fine and all, but it's been done other ways better. You know, I,
1: so so what, what's your rating on this? I mean, I'd
4: give it a three. Okay, but worth the watch. But uh, yes, yeah, I mean it's worth a watch if uh, if you're kind of bored or you're in that type of uh, that type yeah. of mindset.
1: Okay, very good. You all know? right. Uh yeah, I mean, I I was aware of it. I I, I may watch this just because it sounds like the ending kind of pays off.
4: Of the of a very it's different like story and and different sort of like, you know, um supernatural sort of things happening, but uh, the others is kind of gives you the same sort of vibe, yeah. right? The others with Nicole Kidman. Yep. But The Others was better. Okay. All right. So, if, if I give you so what- so the name of,
1: is then there's Maud. Is that what his name? Yeah, is? then there's, there's Maud. Then there's Maud, and she's on Netflix. She's yeah on Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Saint Maud. Oh, Saint Maud. Saint Maud. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian, do you have a replacement? I, and you actually need to pick two replacements, I guess, right?
4: Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I guess so um, I was gonna do roll, throw some out here.
1: Who has seen the wrestler? I've seen The Wrestler. I loved it.
2: I've not seen The Wrestler.
1: I think I wanna put the wrestler on there, Brad. You've seen I would it. I would gladly watch that again. It's been a while since I've seen it.
2: Uh
4: just because uh I am a big fan of uh, wrestling and always have been. And it's it's uh it's very interesting to kind of see that world from behind the curtain. So I was gonna put the wrestler on there. Uh the other I was curious if PMR got dropped. Oh.
1: All right, keep going, and we'll try to get them back.
4: This is one just that I have not seen. I don't think – I'm sure Alex hasn't seen it. You and Ron may have. Uh, the French Connection.
1: Ah, well, it's it's uh, definitely been a while since
2: I've seen it. All right. Yeah, no, I haven't seen The French Connection. I also was thinking about Midsummer. That's a great movie.
4: Uh, I have seen it. All right. That's really four, good. Or Hereditary.
2: That movie's also
1: a All right, Ron, have you seen –
2: the French Faction?
3: No, I
1: have not. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. yeah, all right, all that's right. good. Yeah, that's fantastic.
2: Hereditary or uh, Midsummer would scare the shit out of PMR, though. He, I don't think he'd make it
1: through it. Uh, you know, I was, was just looking. Uh, we do have the uh, tomorrow What's
3: Hereditary. It's a horror, horror movie. Okay,
0: guys, guys,
1: guys. Uh, we do have the Tomorrow War on Net, or, uh, Amazon Prime.
0: Oh,
3: yeah, um, let's put that on the wheel.
1: Well, that's, that's – we, somebody may watch that. This is – I think it's more interesting when we have something like uh, The French Connection because you wouldn't normally watch that. Uh, I also <laughs> I also see on here um, Alex uh, uh, Podman Ron. I know you may not have seen it. I'm not sure if uh, – Brian, if you had Adaptation with Nick Cage.
4: I've not watched adaptation.
1: All right. Not. Your assignment has to be Alex, watch Adaptation. It's about a screenwriter, okay. a screenwriter, oh. a screenwriter. Oh my gosh.
2: Oh, my professor yes. talked about this movie last semester and I I, I knew I was I, I knew I forgot I should have watched it. No, oh, it is
1: yes. a fantastic watch movie. That.
2: Yeah, who's it about? What's the screenwriter's name? Charlie um, Kaufman.
1: Yeah, Charlie yeah. and Donald Kaufman. Uh, it, yeah. Twin brothers. Yeah, fantastic. All
4: right, all right. I'll watch it too, uh, Alex, we we discuss it because I haven't seen it either. You know, yeah. uh, here's here's one all, that I almost put on the list, but I think Brad, you've seen it, but uh, it's an excellent film. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah,
1: I saw that on there as well. Yeah. Have That's you guys
4: seen? If either of you seen Tucker and Dale versus
3: Evil? No, I've never seen it. Someone
4: loaned oh. me the DVD, but oh. I never gave it back or watched it. Yeah. Yeah, Tucker and Dale,
1: uh, Dale versus Evil is really good. Actually, so, a lot of good stuff on Amazon Prime here. I was just looking through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Convoy, anybody? Rubber Duck? Whoa! Yeah. Christopher, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Offerson. Time, Time Crimes, a French uh, time-traveling horror movie. Pretty good. Uh, Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. With uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Frailty. Matthew McConaughey. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, something else.
4: It's a deep cut, but uh, the complete Owl. Complete Owl? Al. Ow. <laughs> it's a it's a uh, a mockumentary. It, it was filmed in the eighties. A mockumentary about Weird Al Yankovic.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought God. you meant Al. Al. Al.
4: I had him at ALF, and I lost him at ALF. Yeah, yeah,
0: well, well sorry. you know, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> It would be much more interesting uh, if it was ALF <laughs> than we're at yeah. yeah.
1: Have you guys not watched UHF? Yeah, with, UHF? Uh, Michael it's Richardson, nice. yeah. You guys haven't watched UHF? Oh.
4: No. That's a great film. All right,
0: well.
1: A lot of people who, uh, you know, we just don't know the Podman, I guess is the problem. (laughs) I guess not. All right, well, I guess we need to uh, spin the wheel and see who is up next here. All right, and the wheel is loading. Let me see if I can spin her here. Ah, look at this, PMR. PMR, all right, I'll send you that screen grab. PMR just to prove it. I All hope right. it's some good. I hope it's one of those movies I was just talked. That about. we just mentioned. Well, maybe you'll get the French Connection. Everything I just mentioned was good.
3: I yeah, that's true. The French Connection, I wouldn't mind seeing. All the rest of it,
1: maybe not so much. All right. Well, we're going to try to we'll try to get you some good movies here. Let's spin it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Again, uh, PMR, we're just trying to educate you, get you into some classic movies. I Married a Witch on HBO Max. That's my pick. <laughs> Who's in that? Uh, Lana Turner, I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he's going to love that. Uh, who, I think
2: it, who, who picked
3: does, that turn? You did? I
4: did. Oh. Just pretend it's a really long episode of The Twilight Zone.
1: Great idea. <laughs> Is it black and white too? It's black and okay. white. Uh, it was. Uh, it's an hour and fifteen minutes, sixteen minutes. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Uh, came out in nineteen forty-two. <laughs> a three-hundred-year-old witch wreaks havoc when she falls in love with a young politician.
0: That, you mean that, this movie oh, came Turner. out during World
3: War Two?
1: Veronica Lake is it? Oh, yeah. Veronica Lake. I'm sorry. Yeah, Veronica Lake. That makes me want to watch uh, L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. That's
4: what I'll
3: say, wasn't that
4: uh, Kim Bassinger's character? Pretty much. No, yeah. she, was, she was cut to look like Veronica Lake. Yeah. Remember, because it was high-class wars? That's right.
1: So there you go.
0: Clearly, a
1: watch right. a leggy blonde. What's the name of it? I Married a Witch. I Married a Witch. You, you mean it's Bewitched? I no, it. just watched a couple of episodes of Bewitched? No, you yeah. got to watch this. This is classic movies. Come on, Podman. Classic, classic. <gasps> the, the whole purpose of this is to get out of our comfort zone.
3: You're right, here. you're right. All okay.
1: Right. and I want you to watch it alone on top of that. I accept, I accept this challenge. All right, and uh, and Brian, we appreciate you sticking with the challenge as best you could, uh, given that uh, we were a little bit late on the uptake there. All right, enough about the movies. Let's go over to TV. Thank you the
3: What are you doing?
0: noise? Right.
2: the TVA,
3: that always sort of the grand plan? Our <laughs> oil interests oil. are aligned.
2: Overthrowing the Timekeeper. Maybe they need to be overthrown. I would to box your ears. Mobius, listen. If what Sylvie told me about this place is true, it affects all of us. Here we go. Now, you, you've already told me about 50 lies in the past 10 minutes. I'm you not lying know, this I'm time. You're supposed to believe your terrorist girlfriend. I'm telling girlfriend. you the truth. She's not my girlfriend. Whatever you want to call her. You're your female self. You have some demented crush on. You're all variants. Wow,
1: hey Loki dropping the tr- truth bomb here in the latest episode of Loki. Uh, Alex, you watched it at like three o'clock in the morning. You couldn't sleep. You had to text everybody saying that Loki is back and this is the greatest episode ever. Uh, I assumed you love it.
3: Well, hey, can we can we address the fact that we didn't really talk about last week's episode? So yeah. we no, can- yeah, we did. We yeah. did
1: at length, yeah we literally yeah. said it i even had played the drinking song <laughs> never mind
2: all
4: right
1: wow so, <laughs> you yeah,
2: man it's just someone was <coughs> a little too a little too intoxicated for that for the fourth
3: <laughs> no, 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 episode no no, no i just didn't think for some reason i didn't think we talked about it last week but
1: all right alex tell us about loki that's okay why, but hang on alex that's
4: why you have the little box and you got the m the t W. It's got the days
2: of the week so you don't get your medications mixed up. <laughs> what the fun. As he <laughs> pours a White Claw into a cup. I guess, I'm guessing the White Claw is going into that raspberry vodka he just drank. Jesus Christ.
4: I've got...
1: Anyway, so how, what do you all think of Loki? Focus on the Loki oh. Pokey.
2: <laughs> uh, so Loki uh, is really good again. Uh, episode three was a ginormous stinker. Uh, I thought it was uh, uh, probably one of the worst episodes of Marvel TV so far. But then I would be very stern in saying that I think this is the best episode out of any of the series that we've gotten of Marvel TV. Went from the
1: worst to the best, to the best. Yeah, absolutely.
2: absolute worst to the absolute,
1: absolute. best. Yeah, I agree. I love it.
2: And and I and I and I really really can't. I, I know that that's a lot coming from me. I say that a lot, but. This episode really went out of its way to fix a lot of the problems episode three caused. Sylvie doesn't get a whole lot more to do, but she's way more likable in this episode. And that's mostly because of the brewing romance that they've kind of teased. In my opinion, I kind of like it. Um, the the post credit scene is fucking incredible. Like literally probably one of the best in Marvel's history. Uh, the twists and turns of who dies and, where people are going and what the TVA is, all of that. I mean, it is just, I mean, we'll probably go into more detail, but man, like it's just back-to-back-to-back shocker, and it just doesn't stop. We get a great cameo from Sif. We get all these dominoes that just go right into place, and they make every episode worth it so far. It's great, and it sets up everything in the future. It's it's great. It's just, it's perfect.
1: PMR, what, what were your thoughts on this episode? Did it redeem itself? It did re-
3: redeem itself. I did like it. Um I like the way they're introducing, you know, in the comic book, I've never been a big Loki fan. I didn't, in, in the comic book or really in the movies for that, that matter. But, uh, I like, you know, in the comic book, you had a kid Loki and you, in the comic book, you had a, a female Loki. He would change into a kid Loki. He changed into a female Loki. Um I like the way they're doing it this way as, you know, they're just, you know, variants, it seems like, of different Loki's. And, uh. You picked up on that, did you?
2: Yeah, and hmm, the, and the time, and, and, hmm. and the time.
0: time. <laughs> they're doing the different Loki's
2: in this show.
0: And oh, the time, shit.
3: and, and they're, and they're. You know they're grabbing these Loki's and you know like the people. Well, they
0: grab,
2: grabbing uh, them Loki's you know, about three weeks
3: later. <laughs> like you knew that's what they were doing. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I
2: knew for three weeks. <laughs>
3: you didn't but know that. You didn't know. Think, but what I'm saying is, so you've got at the end you don't know where where he's at. I mean, after you're,
4: Loki,
3: you're going to assume dies dies that after Loki dies, you're going to assume now that. He's, he himself is behind all this. I mean, he's set up the TVA himself in a, you know, weird time loop is what I'm predicting, but I guess we'll just have to see. I do like the, the, the relationship between him and himself because Loki, it, it makes sense that he herself. would only fall
2: for,
3: for himself. Themself.
0: Yeah. Ah. Themself, yes.
3: Ah. Ah. It would only make sense that he would only fall for himself.
2: Yes. Her, her themselves. Right. Yeah, so, You need to be as
1: as woke as a Xenomorph.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, he, he is, <laughs> they, they are gender fluid, so they're, they're so, whatever they want to be. So
3: it would be, only make sense that he'd fall for himself. So I, I thought that was kind of a neat little twist. In, <laughs> and,
1: uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's where we're at. That's I mean, where it, we're at. And Also, yeah. in this episode, Brian, I think you may have uh, said it, or, or I can't remember if you or Alex said it, uh, that the the time makers, whoever they are, the timekeepers, are not exactly who they think who we thought we were led to believe, and Despite that both of us, er, everybody is uh, everybody's being duped by these guys, uh, and, and honestly, including the the audience, right? Because we were so sure this second time master was King, and then we get to actually see them. And they look like, uh, you know, octopus characters or something like that. They
3: look, no. like, they look like uh,
2: Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, animatronics, you know, yeah. Animatronics. Well, and, I mean, and they are. And they work. Yeah, and they are, you know. It's a clear nod to Wizard of Oz, too. Just throw that at uh, right. okay. Definitely right. Wizard of Oz. I it's mean, not, yeah.
3: my only really downer on this was it looks like TV. And it is TV. But I think that was the point, though. No, you you know what I mean. I mean, like when they're sitting there waiting for the destruction of the planet, you know, you've got all this stuff falling around them, and this has always been like a little pet peeve of mine. You've got all this stuff, hot lava falling around them, and and they just nothing. The no yeah. winds blowing no ashes, on them. They don't look hot. <laughs> they don't look like you know anything's blowing on them. There's no ashes. They don't look like. Well, really even the meteors, yeah, the,
4: the meteors, are crashing and making no sound, right. Know, right, next to them. Yeah, well, I mean, also when they get in the Time lords, like you know, yeah, cathedral the, the. or whatever, it, it looks like a Star Trek set, you know? It, it was, really does. I
2: think that was, I think that the point, though, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes, I think possibly. you're right. Yes,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like a, pa- a platform, like for like four steps and three chairs and a door, and then kind of like a nondescript background and the dry ice. And, over I, the floor, and I was going to say, you
3: know? I can, I can excuse the TVA look the way it does because I think they go for that look for that. But when you're looking at another planet and you're looking at this big catastrophe happening, I don't know. It just looked really cheap, like cheap TV. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I thought it looked great. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's just a pet peeve of mine. I mean, I know it is TV, but I mean, you can do the production value a little bit better than that. So. So, it was a good episode.
1: Heading into spoilers here, Brian, keep us honest. So, we've uh, is Lady Loki, is Sylvie dead?
0: Oh, no.
1: Is is Morpheus dead or whatever? Mobius dead. You're led to believe that they
4: die until the post-credits scene. So, uh, Mobius gets uh, pruned uh, because he believes Loki. Loki tells him, he's like, you know, you're all variants. And um, uh, he, he basically convinces uh, uh, Mobius, and Mobius is like, you know, maybe that's why I even have that, like, fixation with jet skis. Maybe I own them. Right. You know? He's like, I'd like to, you know where I'd like to visit? My old life that you guys ripped me out of. Yeah. And so uh, then he gets, and he gets pruned. You know, like, oh, they just uh, own Mobius. Uh, right. <clears throat> then you have to reveal, you know, they take him to the, the Time Lords, and Sylvie tries to kill the Time Lords. You realize it's just an animatronic. So you don't know who's pulling the strings or who's really behind all of this, uh, and then uh, then um, you uh, uh, Loki starts to tell Sylvie about his feelings, and he gets pruned. And you're like, oh my god, they just killed Loki, uh, so Sylvie's the only one left standing. And uh, until you get to the post credit scene.
1: And, and before we get to that scene, uh, what happened to, and I honestly don't know, what happened to the uh, you know, the director, the lady director or whatever of the TVA? Did she? Sylvie kill her or she ran no. away or what? Is that-
2: no. Uh, she, Sylvie, like she wakes up, she prunes Loki, and then she's like, and then I think Sylvie beats her ass and she's like, kill me. And oh, that's like, right. Oh, yeah. okay. You're going to tell me all the what the fuck's going on here. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. All right, And Brian finished us up.
4: And so right. we, Spoiler we,
1: territory here.
4: We Spoil jump it. to the, the post credit scene and it starts with with uh, Loki, Tom middleson laying, you know, laying on the ground. And well, he looks up he and somebody's, <laughs>
0: somebody's,
4: talking, somebody's talking to him. And uh, like something like, we got work to do or something like that. He looks up and you've got uh, a kid Loki holding holding an alligator Loki. And on his right is, um, we'll see the Loki. Is there?
1: There's, uh, there's a.
3: There's they call it
4: boisterous Loki. Loki. He's the uh, African
3: American guy. It looks like a cross between Thor and Loki.
4: Yeah, because he's and got a then, hammer. And then the Loki on his left looks like Loki from the comics. If his costume was made, somebody said this online. It looks like Loki. If Loki appeared in in the Batman nineteen
1: sixties TV show, a little loose, loose fitting, breathable. And, and uh, and loo- I actually right? and and
2: loved it. I thought it was I, fantastic. And I, I nerded it. And I called it. I said Richard E. Grant's going to play an right. Loki yep. in this series. And I, I called that, and lo and behold, Richard E. Grant sitting right there. God, so, it looks so good. It looks so cool
4: it's essentially they're in a pocket universe. So yeah. like, when they get pruned, they don't die. They go to this pocket universe where they can't, it's like they're in, in a time time out, right? You know, they can't, they can't, they can't interact with the timeline anymore, but they're not really dead. So the question is to Alex's point, who's behind all of it and the hokiness of the animatronic time Lords, the, the cheesiness of what they're like, they're, you know, room looks like their their cathedral or whatever yeah it's probably loki behind it you know it's so it's okay. uh it's got it's probably a loki behind it and that's his goofy w- version of you know whatever his plot is like that's his, that's how he put together his plot or maybe it's just the inside joke of the whole thing maybe he's just sitting back snickering at the whole thing right um but uh yeah, the question is what's what's the goal what's he trying to achieve with all of this I don't oh, think uh, it is. It, it's just
3: a, a time loop. I mean, he, he has put himself in this time loop where now this is the start of it. He, he has created it and it's just a loop. It's a continuous loop, in my opinion, that he comes there and, and it's already built. And in a weird way, he built it, but it's, it's just a, it's just a, a circle. Oh, and he's that. part of it. He's just part of a time loop where he's the one that created all this. But because
0: why? he got there. Why? Or you see
3: that
4: that even relegates him into less. Now he's just in purgatory forever. Yeah. Yeah. When nothing he does has any real uh, effect okay. on the, the prime timeline. Which why the hell would we even have needed another? And then we were getting another season. So why do yeah. we need another season if that's the big reveal? So I, I think it has something to do with that pocket universe, and he's got like a planet full of lokis because because lo- there's the anomalies are almost uh, you know they have more loki anomalies than anything else so I think he's he the goal was to have like this pocket universe of lokis he's got a loki army effectively
2: yeah. i I feel like whoever turns out to be behind this i i I'd be shocked if this isn't all the setup king the conqueror In some way, shape, or form. You would hope so. You have his his love interest. You have pretty much everything. You could even go instead of Kang being the grandfather of Reed Richards or the father, whichever one he was. I can't remember. um, You could have Kang be a version of Loki,
0: yeah,
2: uh, a variant of Loki, which would be dope. And I already heard a theory that Mobius is a variant of Loki. And, like, there's just – the TV is just full of them.
4: Well, and that's the thing. So what if it's this, though, Alex? Because like, you've got to establish Kang as the big bad, right? Because he's going to be in a movie, so he's going to get beat by Loki in this TV show. Right. So what if Loki's trying to amass an army to take down Kang?
2: Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. What's the whole point of it? Like, So he's
4: amassing his own army of Lokis, uh, because you know, maybe the way he thinks is just something that, that is so random Kane can't get a hold on it, so he's like, "I'll just bombard him with with millions of Loki's."
3: Oh, or yeah. it could <laughs> be Mephisto.
2: Well, oh god, that not, could be Mephisto still. Yeah, not anymore. But I, I, I really think there's so much. There's so many possibilities on what this could be, and for the sh- hopefully the show sticks the landing. But I, I don't, un- I don't understand a way where it's, which it's not Kane. Uh, well, we'll this doesn't even, sh- we're even show him, but it probably won't. That's, be show that's
1: what we were saying about Mephisto, just yeah. remember that. So,
2: yeah, Hiddleston said, and this makes me
4: worry about where the season is going to end at. But Hiddleston said, episodes four and five were like the best, like the most, like kind of like shocking,
2: earth shattering, you know, that kind of thing. What the hell
1: happened to you? <laughs> and six, maybe not so much Six,
2: seeing that this is probably the only show that's going to get a season two out of the ones that have come, I would imagine season uh, episode six is just a cliffhanger episode. And so I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the last scene is that scene in the trailer of President Boki uh, doing it. You didn't right, expect right. this or whatever. I, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked that, yeah. that that's where that's going to go.
0: All right.
1: Hell uh, yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I'm glad that Loki won you back. It won me back. All I'm right. Back. We were worried about you. Uh, <laughs> the only other thing I was I uh, wanted to bring up in the TV land that I thought was kind of interesting was we go from one reality bending type show uh, to a little bit different reality bending show. Uh, Kevin can f himself. Have you guys uh, seen this yet? On. AMC I'm aware aware of it. it. I'm aware of it. It's kind of kind of of interesting. It's about a woman
4: who keeps playing perfect housewife. Hey, where's our breakfast? You're not supposed to have favorites. Kevin's my
2: husband. Babe, can you go see if my package is here yet? Can you do it? I'm in the middle of something.
0: Then one day, she realizes what she wants.
1: Whoa, Miss Hercules over here. (laughs) Is that blood? It doesn't mean you get to be moody. All right. So basically, Kevin Knapp himself takes the uh, uh, basically uh, King of Queens or Everybody Loves Raymond type trope where the husband's, you know, kind of this big, goofy, galoob type character. And he's always kind of picking on his wife or doing something behind her back, kind of keeping secrets and stuff like that. It plays out like a complete sitcom, multi-camera, laugh tracks, as we heard, and stuff like that. As soon as Kevin, her husband, is gone, then all of a sudden it turns into a single-camera drama shoot, and she yeah. has these thoughts about, I can't stand this guy anymore. I want to kill him. She kind of she pl- she fantasizes about her murder. She, you know, goes off and kind of gets loosey goosey with the mechanic and does some coke and stuff like that. And then as soon as You know, she goes back home, and Kevin's back into the on the scene. Then it switches over to the sitcom uh, type stuff again. So it's kind of interesting. I'm uh, uh, three episodes deep. I think I've watched a couple of episodes. Probably won't stick to it, but it's kind of an interesting thought of what happens on the other side uh, to Deborah. Or uh, uh, you know the the uh, sitcom housewives like I said like with Raymond and King of Queens yeah you
3: you kind you're of interesting
1: about it, like King of Queens you think you know you see uh, he's got this
3: you know pretty good looking wife and he's just being schlucked and you think I wonder what she does when he's at work <laughs> hey,
1: and that this is what <laughs> tells that story so again huh. it's interesting something a little bit yeah. different on TV if you if you uh, fill up to it.
3: All right. Well, yeah, I'm a child. Where's that at?
1: What's that name?
4: Uh, AMC. Oh, uh, it AMC? Yeah. I thought it was FX. Okay.
1: No, I think now, is it it's, something
4: you can stream or is
3: it
1: AMC, regular TV that you yeah, got to catch? Regular. Uh, you can probably stream it, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, it's, okay. it's not the AMC Plus or any of that mess, but yeah. All
4: right. It reminds, it, it reminds me of Mr. Robot a little bit, you know, where he he would kind of right, pick right. on between, like, you know, what? when he was medicated versus when he wasn't medicated right? And stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's the old, you know, you got a doofus and he's got a hot wife. Right,
1: and- totally. And at first you're like, oh, is this kind of a science fiction show where she's going in between different realities or something? I don't think it's anything quite that deep. I think it's just sort of like, again, when the, when the sitcom <laughs> cameras are off, this is what this character is thinking and doing and stuff like that. So anyway, pretty interesting. All right. Uh, off uh, TV, I don't think we have any retro reviews. Uh, PMR, you kind of have a retro review, but it's more of... I don't of know. It's, it's a retro TV review, I guess. It's kind of, but it's more of something that you're looking at.
0: Yeah. What you looking at?
3: Yeah. Uh, last week, Brian recommended uh, for me to start watching a show called Bosch and uh that's yeah, the
1: bounty hunter i think we established yeah, bounty no, hunter from
3: he's, Empire. he's a no he's no yeah, it's not that guy um
0: no, no. unfortunately
3: unfortunately um so i started it i uh i, I binged watched season one i <laughs> i started season two and i gotta say that uh this this character i i Told Brian earlier, it's probably the first show I've ever watched that I love. I like the stories, I like all the characters except the main character. The main character sucks. He is he is a huge walking cliche. It is so terrible. I
4: ace, mean, he's super. Prodigious. Oh
3: God, it's so dumb. I mean, on my desk, he report, is. I have oh pictures God, of three unknowns. <laughs> <laughs> They've never been identified. <laughs> Bodies Uh, have never been claimed. And I don't uh, know their real names. uh, Um, Murders have never been solved. Uh.
0: Why do you keep the pictures? To remind Uh. me.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, he sounds like a great detective. I'm assuming he's a detective, right? It's so
3: cliche. I mean, to the point where, you know, I think one of the earlier episodes, one of the characters looks at him and is like, you don't really follow the rules, do you, Bosch? You're always out on... And I'm like, oh, like,
1: God. I guess so I terrible. do, kid.
3: Uh, and it's, he is just... He is just awful. I mean, just the... It's, it's so bad. He is so bad. But everybody else on this show is, is good. I mean, his partner's great. The characters that are around him are great. Everything. The stories are good. I Like Brian said, it, it is. It's like... He starts one case and then another case pops up. And so he's working like multiple cases and they all kind of, you know, sometimes they tie in, sometimes they don't. That part's interesting, but he, every time he's on the screen, I want to punch him. Oh my God. Every time he, he finally does get his ass kicked, which is not often because of course he, you know, he can't get his ass kicked because he's the super cop, you know, it's, it's just so bad. So if you want to watch a show and root for the the bad guys to kick this guy's ass,
4: this is the show to
3: watch (laughs)
0: because it's just terrible. But here's
3: the
4: thing: you the show is good.
3: The show is good. It does keep your interest, but
4: you hate the main character, which is. Do you agree with me, Ron?
3: You saw this movie, yeah? So
4: the show, and and, and I'll tell you, I just finished season seven, right?
2: (laughs) You got a long way
4: to go. No spoilers. No
2: spoilers. Oh my god! <laughs>
4: but well, season seven was the final season.
3: Honestly, not, I don't not, know how it made seven Yeah, seasons. really,
4: I do not know how. it does have strong, it's like it has a strong backstory like, arc each season.
3: Yeah,
2: but it really season does. seven,
4: he turns the Harry Bosch shit up to eleven. Oh my
3: god! I cannot imagine. Yo, when point. I say he's a walking cliche, think of every seventies cop uh, this is this is that and, and to a point where it's so obnoxious I mean he's so obnoxious he's terrible
4: my favorite is uh, how bad the chief hates him chief I hate believes, him too no I know <laughs> but but when, when Lance Reddick's on the screen and it the Ventril, he says
1: Bosch's
0: name with every time he says it, he goes Bosch. <laughs> I think. He's like,
1: wait, is his is his, thought... his captain? Uh, uh, is his captain a black guy? Yeah, it's Lance. <laughs> Lance it's Lance Reddick, and he goes go, <laughs>
3: Lance Reddick. He was in Fringe, wasn't he?
4: He was in Fringe, and yeah. like he'll get off the phone with him, and
0: he'll hang up, and he'll just go. Bosch. Yeah, I mean, like, so, so like, disgusted oh with him. <laughs>
3: it's like. It's like all the the low cops love him because he's the tough guy, but all the ranking guys are like,
0: "Ooh, Bosch, what
3: uh, <laughs> a dick! You don't follow the rules, Bosch." And Bosch <laughs> is always like, "The rules? No, that don't apply to me." Well, yeah, it's, it's, you move it's out of the way.
4: It's always uh, either everyone matters or no one does.
3: Oh God!
4: It's like so, uh, it's, God. he's that champion of the of the uh, of the. Jane Doe, oh. right? That that's what the clip was. we has got these pictures of Jane Doe's on his desk that were never identified, never the bodies were never claimed. So but season seven dials it up I to a you 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 will when you realize the absurdity of what Bosch does to like close his case in season seven, and how many criminals are going to walk free because of it? <laughs>
3: no, like, that's what I'm watching this. I'm like, there's no way he get away with any of this. But, so many lawsuits, they would have fired him a long time ago.
4: Well, that's what that's what the <laughs> with him, uh, you know, on trial for for shooting somebody. They they were accused of excuse yeah. some excuses.
0: Well, somebody. you know,
3: it's like they took a really good police drama. And they plop this absurd idiot from the 70s police drama into it. It's like, okay, what we'll do is we'll put a, you know, a realistic show about cops and solving murders in the L.A. area. You know, well, it's a Hollywood good drama.
0: Homicide. It's Hollywood homicide. That's and then, the division they're
3: in. But we'll take this antiquated character from the 1960s and 70s and we'll put him into it. And uh there you there's your there's your show. Uh he's,
0: he's,
4: oh, I can't stress enough how many good characters are in this. And it's yeah. like an ensemble. It's like you've got the two older detectives, you've got Jimmy, yeah, Hicker, you're right. you've got their yeah. captain, you've got the yep. chief of police, you've well, got Jimmy. Could, uh, Have you seen it, uh, the the Asian um older Asian detective <laughs> from Robin no, no,
3: he, no, he's not there yet.
4: He's, <laughs> he's fantastic. You got all of these characters. Even Matthew Lillard plays like a, a like a, uh, um, a FBI an FBI agent that shows up from time to time, and yeah, he's great. But you got all of these fantastic supporting characters, and they said, "Bosch, you know, this is the end. This is season seven. You know, it's the end of Bosch." Blah blah blah. blah Thank blah. God. And I, I guess I I just assumed he's like the. Titus Williver is the is the character is the guy that plays it. I assume he's leaving, and that's going to leave us with Hollywood homicide. And you're going to get to see all of these other characters step up. Yeah,
3: yeah, they could they could actually go further with that without him. I mean, it would be We're a it would be a better show because he's everything to it. Even his voice just grates on me. I mean, and I couldn't remember where I'd seen this guy from, and he was the bad guy in Sons of Anarchy which I just completed. He was like the main bad guy, but he had a, uh Irish accent, so that's why I didn't recognize him. And he was decent. I mean, he made a decent bad he's, guy, but this He voice, was also
4: in Deadwood, and he was on Lost. He was like what like the big reveal on Lost, like the person that was like controlling the island.
3: So, he's terrible. I, I just I don't like him. Well, I don't like him at all. There is nothing like, redeemable... You know, and I think you're supposed to, you're supposed to like him. I mean, you're supposed to think he's really cool and everything, but it's so obnoxious. There's more to
4: the story. There's more to the story, okay? So, I was heading somewhere. So, season seven is supposed to be the final season of Bosch, right? But they said there's going to be a spinoff. Even season seven, it's like, oh, you're finding out what's happening. And they're expanding all these characters' roles and stuff. And you're like, ah, we're, we're really getting set up for Hollywood Homicide. And uh, to find out that this spinoff series is going from Amazon Prime to IMDb TV, which apparently is a streaming service for IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so the Bosch spinoff show is going to be on IMDb, IMDb TV, and I'm like, okay, look. And then I found out it's still Bosch. It's that he's leaving the uh, Hollywood homicide to be a private detective.
3: Oh god! And so no. it's going to
4: be all of the characters that we just said were so cool and we They're now they've, they even got smaller parts because they're only going to show up. Like okay, well, they, there's Jay Edgar in one episode of the season. Oh uh, yeah. It's uh, so I'm like, uh, so disappointing. But then I found something else out. So, apparently, the guy that wrote the books, because uh, these are all uh, based on um, a book series. Uh, who's the writer? Damn it. Uh, anyway, the writer of the books also wrote The Lincoln Lawyer. Do you remember The Lincoln uh, Lawyer? Uh, I mean? watched, Was yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Well, did you know that in the books, The Lincoln Lawyer is Bosch's half-brother?
3: No, I did not know that. Wow. It's okay. his paternal half
4: brother. So so Bosch's mother was a whore. And so apparently her father was uh or Bosch's father, uh, also had another kid who's who's Matthew Kake's character, um, in uh the Lincoln Lawyer. And the Lincoln Lawyer is getting a series on Netflix which will um uh, and they're saying that it's going to basically it's going to be a crossover. They're going to have some crossover wow. stuff between Bosch and uh, and the Lincoln uh, Lawyer. Um,
1: and then the Lincoln Bounty Hunter, he's going to get his, or the uh the uh, Reptilian Bounty Hunter is going to get his show on Disney Plus and then there'll be a three-way crossover. I'd love it. Yeah,
3: that uh, that'd be great. The That's, writer
0: the writer's Michael Connelly.
3: You really need to watch this show just a couple of times and see what we're talking about. I've never seen a show like this where like the main character sucks so bad and is not meaning to suck. I mean, and maybe there's people out there who watch this show and think he's some badass and you know, but there's bad, you know, I don't there's think there's badass. There's badass. Raylan Givens is badass. That's a, that's a badass. That's how it's done. This is just cliché Terrible. I well, mean, yeah, I don't is, think
4: you're supposed to necessarily like him. I don't think the the goal. Yeah, I think I mean just the, the the way that Lance Reddick interacts with him. All and he's such a pain in the ass to Lance Reddick, but but he's a means to an end. So when you get in season three, uh, Chief Urban, who's Lance Reddick, needs him uh, for uh, for something like uh, to kind of go off the books. And so at that point, he realizes Boss's value. Even though he still cannot stand him, so I think that's kind of the point. If that if that's what he's going for, then you know, bravo because he's not very likable. No. You know, but it's but it <laughs> is compelling to watch, uh, and everybody around him is fantastic. So.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's a good show. It's 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 very well written. the The characters around them are great. The actors are great. His character sucks, and I don't like the actor. I mean, it just—it's just—I've never had a show like that before. Where did you but did you like him
4: as a, as the bad guy in Sons of Anarchy?
3: Yeah, he was all right in Sons of Anarchy. I mean, yeah, I, he was—he seemed like a good bad guy in there. So yeah, but I don't like him in
4: this. So it, it, it was, but, but that's the thing is <laughs> maybe that's the, maybe that's a choice. Maybe he's doing that. I just think
3: it's just corny. I just—I feel like they just write him really corny. You know, in such a, in a a cliche, you know, I mean, you know, some of the, I mean, it's straight out of, you know, these bad 80s detective movies where, you know, are these bad 80s cops where, you know, I don't follow the rules and, oh, it's just terrible.
2: Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't work I know. Twenty-minute conversation on
1: gosh. the Bosch man <laughs> here. Jesus. Well,
2: oh, I, I challenge you to watch it. No, no, no
1: thank good. you. I'd rather watch MoDoc. <laughs> uh, i don't mean, watch much- <laughs> I won't, I won't like, talk
3: again about it until season seven. Was I watch all seven seasons? We don't have to talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, ever. that's fine. We don't.
1: I think you're right. Hey, but, I'm going oh, to sure. try to pull us back into the nerd Please, territory the, oh uh, and give a, a little bit of what you're looking at, love. To uh, actually a, a, a movie that was released earlier this year, Batman: Soul of the Dragon.
0: I left, came home, started to teach help these kids like O they Help me I forgot all about Cobra he did the right thing did he? Shiva if he had slit that little bastard's throat none of us would be here he wasn't innocent so was Hitler once upon a time but give me a time machine and I'd toss his bassinet <laughs> into a volcano enough what's done is done Let's focus
2: on the mission. We're near the drop zone. Time to get ready. Ooh. Lucky for you, I brought gonna some be Somebody's screwed there. Yeah. Right.
0: Listen, we need every advantage we can get out there. So you damn well better be wearing that outfit
1: of yours. Mm. All right, so yeah, Batman Soul of the Dragon, you pegged it. It takes place... Uh, in the 70s, it's uh, Batman of the 70s along with his uh, cohorts Bronze Tiger, Lady Shiva, Richard Dragon, uh, and a whole, pretty much every uh, Kung Fu t- related DC character appears in this. Uh, as you heard a little bit in the music, the music you know, clearly steeped in the 70s, the, uh, the animation is still kind of this... Bruce Tim, uh, Paul Dini type, you know, animation. That the the uh, all the rest of the uh, uh, DC films have been like. I think it was directed by the same guy that did All Star Superman and the Crisis and a lot of other stuff. Uh, yeah, it was uh, actually pretty good. It was. I think it's an original story, kind of an Elseworldish type story, uh, with Bruce Wayne wearing some great sideburns and a low cut shirt and. Uh, You know, uh, Kicking Ass with Naga, Naga, Kingsnake, Rip Jagger. Again, most of these people you have to look up in Brian and your giant omnibus to see that they're actual DC characters. Uh, But it was actually pretty pretty fun to watch, I think, just because it did have that 70s time period and the music and the styling and all that kind of stuff. Batman Soul of the Dragon. Pretty good.
0: I actually
1: uh, really wanted did, to watch that. Is it on, on Max? Max?
4: Is it on Max? Or I don't believe it is yet. It?
1: I don't believe it's on okay. Max quite yet. Uh, probably I, will be later this year. Is Batman
2: Long Halloween Part 1 on Max? I don't or do think I have so. To rent, do I
4: have to rent it? Well, no, they're coming out pretty quick, though. I mean, it's like uh, two, three months, and then they're showing up on Max,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah two or three months, something like that. Yeah, uh, I watched part yeah. of that, Long Halloween. It was okay. Nothing. I heard it's. I heard it's like one of the best DC anime movies. I it's kind so of was not really watching it, so I'll, I'll need to watch it when the whole thing comes out. I. I Soul of the dragon looked good to me. It was good. So, yeah.
4: I kind like got put it. off by uh, Batman Hush when they changed. It, I mean, yeah. you know, they made it's a bad big. Movie. They really swung, you know swung for the fences and, and uh, struck out like uh, making it yeah. the Riddler instead of uh, you know Tommy Elliot was yeah. a big like. What, what do you do? Why? It's
1: like having yeah, Batman so, making out with Batgirl.
4: That's right.
1: That's right. So, yeah,
4: like, I, I don't know. That put me off. So uh, I think I bought that one or I uh, did rent that one. So I, I decided I'm just going to wait for HBO Max on the
0: rest.
1: That's the way so, to do it. Yeah. Uh, Brian, Alex, anything that you guys are looking at? Looking at, reading, listening to? Anything? Uh, I watched Rick and Morty Episode 2. Oh. Where'd you
2: see it at? Where'd you watch it at? I uh, watched it on YouTube. I found a found a copy that someone uploaded, and it had like like it was it had the episode in like a corner of the screen. So I just watched it on my laptop and zoomed in so I could just see it. Um, but I watched it. It was pretty funny so far. this season's pretty good. I forgot the name. I think it's Total. I forgot. I can't remember, but it's really funny. It's basically just about clones. Uh, decoys, decoys, of, decoys. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really, really good. Um, so Rick and Morty's killing it. I was laughing. You know what? It's
4: just, but it was just one running joke the whole
2: time. Oh yeah, it was just one run. It's like it has no like stands in like continuity or it doesn't have any. It's it just looked, a bottle episode, but
0: it's really funny. Well,
4: even, even so, it it probably also said you know no continuity is real continuity. Yeah. Which how many of the, of the episodes that we have we seen over the years
2: that featured deep voice? Yep, yep. And literally it was just for that purpose of saying none of this shit
1: matters. None of it matters. yeah. <laughs> nothing matters. Brian, Which anything? I think is. Oh, go
2: ahead, Alex. I feel like that's like the whole thing of Rick and Morty. It's like the the writers are so frustrated that people want to find meaning in it <laughs> that they consistently have to tell their audience none of this shit fucking matters. It's a it's, cartoon. It's a cartoon and it's hilarious because no one catches on to it. It's really funny. It's like a running joke for everyone who just realizes, yeah, this is just a, it's just a TV show. It's just made up. It's just fiction. Well, oh, yeah. Brian,
3: breaking breaking news here. I don't know if Brian has heard, but uh, only Brian would appreciate this because i never heard of this person, but Dale the Patriarch Wilkes is dead at 59.
0: Oh, no. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. So, do you know who that is, Brian? <laughs> I do know the Patriot is. And for, like, one <laughs> gleaming summer in, like, 94, like, he was the new Hulk Hogan. Wow. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan had left the WWE. You had this new masked, star-spangled, uh, uh, Wrestler show up on the scene, uh, who right. was uh, had a better physique than Hogan. Apparently, he was thugly because they had to put a mask on him. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he was uh, 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 was the he did the full Nelson slam. That was his finisher. But uh, and he even got a title match at one of the pay per views against Bret Hart. So uh, yeah, yeah, Patriot. Uh, okay,
3: I'm getting two things here. What's going on uh-huh. there
1: Oh, I thought you were getting two reports, one that he's alive, one that he's not. We don't know what you're seeing, Podman, Ryan. Um, So did
4: you know he had died,
3: Brian?
1: Yeah, I saw it earlier. I saw it right before the podcast started. What did he
3: die of? I
4: don't know. He was only 59, though. Broken heart. Damn. Broken heart. He never won that championship.
1: Brian, I was looking for you. I was looking for you on wrestling the other night. Brian. Yeah. uh, Went to a wrestling event and uh, was on TV, and I was looking for you. I couldn't see you, they, only because yeah. I, they were just moving cameras around. Yeah, it was, wrestling it was moves November.
4: quick. Uh, my wife saw because um, I took the twins, and apparently, when we went to see AEW, uh, filmed live for TNT, and we got and we had really good tickets. They, uh, I guess, it's the last. They've been filming at Bailey's place during the pandemic because the owner of it is, uh, um, the son of the guy that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you got Tia Crest stadium and they've got a concert venue next to it called Bailey's place. And so they've been setting up there, uh, every week for the shows, but, uh, tickets were only like 20 bucks and we were on the stage, like next to like where they came out. So, you know, Chris Jericho was sitting about 15 feet from me. I, uh, uh, when Jungle Boy came out uh and everybody was doing his song. Love the uh, Jungle Boy. Uh my wife said that you know she saw both the boys up close on the screen. Oh okay, so, cool. But yeah.
3: Can easy. I can I can I go back to the uh the dead guy? He uh if
1: you have to. <laughs> the Patriots. Uh, oh Patriot. I thought you meant Bosch. Okay, yeah, go ahead.
3: He said st- served nine months in prison from 2002 to 2003 for allegedly fraudulently obtaining prescription pay pills. He got arrested 20 times between 1998 and 2007, and eventually he moved on from sports altogether and had been working as a car salesman in Columbia, South Carolina for the past 16 years.
1: Wow, that's a little bit like the wrestler almost. <laughs> so so alert, there you so, go. So and he had a heart attack.
0: Yeah. Can I get a? There we go. Thank yeah. you.
1: That's my sole purpose on this podcast, is to keep just it to remind me. So, I need to so, it to where you can initiate it.
3: Brian, did you <laughs> do you have a re, the patriot figure? Did they
4: make a patriot figure? Uh, not, I mean, I'm sure they probably did at some point, but when I was buying the figures, it was what it was the 1980s, you know, the, the Hasbro, uh, WWE figures, like, uh, where they had the little gimmick, like they jump or they punch or whatever. So those are the ones I'm nostalgic for, but those kind of faded out in 91. So he was, he kind of showed up in 94-ish, I think.
3: So So, you want a Patriot figure now? No. Yeah. Even though he's dead. Even though he's dead. Where's so, your respect, man? Come
0: on.
1: What else are you looking at, Brian? Uh, Anything uh, else?
4: AEW last week, I've got tickets for the Great American Bash
1: this coming week.
4: Wow. So on uh, so, Tuesday nights. On the USA
1: Network. Well, WWE mean,
4: NXT.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's great. I mean, I know we haven't really talked about it before, but do you want to plug the your wrestling podcast on uh, the uh, Podman I, here? Because <laughs> it's it coming up, I know. I need to get it started.
4: You like, need to uh, get it started. I, I, could, I could excel at a, at a wrestling podcast. Yeah.
1: Or yeah. the Podman holds you back, you think.
4: Yeah, he <laughs> does really hold me back. So, yeah. That's
3: what I was I looking to, at. I want to start a vision podcast. all
4: vision all the time.
2: <laughs> well that would just go great. Yeah. What I
4: really want is if I can get you guys down here, um, I can right. get us tickets to go see NXT. And I would love <laughs> for all
0: of us to go and me to get your un you know, your unfiltered reaction to it when it's all said and done.
4: Because it's I fun I it wouldn't necessarily convert you, but I would I would argue you'd have a blast.
1: Yes, I, I've I've been to a uh, AEW match or two, and yeah, they are they are fun. You get into them definitely, without a doubt. Uh, Good yeah, stuff. Yeah,
4: Let's do it. So the next time you're down here, I just need a heads up when you're coming. Uh, about a week's notice, and I can uh, I can try and get you guys uh, into the takers. There you
3: go. We'll, so. we'll talk about it in the green room.
1: Yeah. All I'm right. Still trying to work on Brad here. Yeah, you know me. I'm I'm nice and sedentary. I love my sedentary. I'm so sedentary. I put uh, I, I put I uh, casters onto this chair here so I can slide around. I don't even <laughs> have to get up on the chair. Uh, a living room Whoa. chair that uh, was otherwise going to get thrown out. I'm like, hey, put casters on it, and I'll roll around in it. It's great. That's like an incredibly,
4: an incredibly comfortable wheelchair. You <laughs> see handles on the back,
1: just like Wall-E. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love yeah. it. All right, uh, Alex. Any uh, last remarks from you as you've put us on hold? No, no, I got, I got nothing. I,
2: I, I turned out of this podcast when once Bosch started. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I know. thirty
2: minutes. This guy's. That's
1: tough. That's
3: that's what Bosch does,
1: too. I know. Well, uh, Alex, you and I need to think of what kind of podcast we can come off with after Brian's Wrestling Podcast and Podman Ron's Boschcast take off. Once My they God. spin off, then you and I, maybe we can do something about, uh, you know, cinema. Cinema. Cincast. Cin- 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 wow. I'm, I'm ready to win. I'm going to do a, bo- a Bosch
3: and Vision bo- podcast.
1: Wow, yeah, I mean, this is Podman Ron. Yeah, it's really kicking in. It's like fine. the the
4: vodka and the white claws really catch up so It's it's yeah, really lying we're, on just, the floor.
2: we're just The farther we go, either we get worse or we get even more entertaining. And yeah. we're not entertaining. As <laughs> we're is, we're so, right so. at it. All right, I
1: think you're going to have to take us out, Alex. We'll find out yeah. what happens. On Loki, and I'm hoping you guys will take a a little trip back in time and uh, watch America the Most Human Picture. I think you'll have a good time with that. But until next time. Save it for the Bosch cast. Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: Cad Bane is a badass. I'll man. say it. Cad
2: Bane Cad is so was good. awesome. Hey, sir, it so
3: uh, he, he was really good. The, this episode, the last episode, was really, really good. And yeah, you really find out about Omega that she's the a clone of Bubba and Also, like hundred already knew that, but, but no, but like she's like hundred she, like uh, percent it identical. It's good. It's been really, really good. I, I still don't it's like really Omega. I, I hate when they introduce any kind of kid into a, a mix. And I like Omega, precocious little thing, but. <laughs> But yeah, I I really enjoyed this show. So the last couple episodes have been really good. Yeah, it it started out strong. It kind of got weak in the middle there for a couple episodes, but really killing it. Finishing pretty strong so far.
2: Yeah, it's really killing it.
3: I'm really happy.
1: Maybe you know what? Maybe you're gonna. You guys may convince me to actually watch that show too. Probably not.
2: You don't like Star Star Wars? No, 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 I like it. Star Wars on TV. No, yeah, I, I, let me yeah, just I say, did like it. I, I, between between no, Mandalorian, I Clone, into the Clone Wars, Wars, or any of that stuff. Oh, so, man. Between
3: so, you know, Mandalorian, Mandalorian I, I, I do watch. Between and, the Mandalorian. And, 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 they, and, like, I, I kind of wish they would get rid of Omega for a little bit, or grow her up or something like they did. A, uh, what's the, the chick from Clone Wars? The Punky Brewster? Yeah, Punky Brewster. Ahsoka. Ahsoka, yeah. You know, they grew, she was annoying when she first came on scene, but they kind of... She kind of grew Dave, into uh, being you have a Jedi to learn. or you have whatever
2: she Dave, ended up being. But Dave, Dave Filoni likes these characters. He likes me. He, my kid.
4: Anything, that, any of the Dave Filoni stuff is always good. Yeah. Right. He. They should have given him the reins of the Star Wars universe. They really. Uh, yeah, I agree. He
3: kind of has reins of the TV, and, uh, stuff, which is pretty cool. What? What? There's another uh, Star Wars show coming out. They were talking about that I'd never even heard of. But oh, called, the acolyte. Uh, I can't
2: think of the-, the acolyte. That's what's um, God,
0: the, acolyte. Is it? The, the acolyte. The acolyte. The acolyte. What was it? The yeah, one? The acolyte.
4: It <laughs> the acolyte. He, uh, PMR, you can't hear Alex for some reason. I can hear Alex. It's I can computer. hear Alex.
1: Can you not hear Alex, PMR? No, he's gone. He's, he's not here. Oh wow! Yeah, we've we've got him. He said the acolyte several times. <laughs>
3: all over. Like, yeah. Like, all, like I still got the exclamation times. point for Alex. So okay.
1: Yeah, I think the uh, the broadband service that the Podman subscribe to stops around 11 o'clock. It really slows down. So I think that's probably part of the problem.
4: Everybody starts turning on their porn. So it really
2: degrades our –
3: But yeah, uh, so what are the Acolytes? What's that going to be about? Yeah, Alex, why Uh, don't you tell us?
2: (laughs) It's uh, (laughs)
4: pre-talking It's set during the High Republic. He's talking now.
2: It's the High so Republic. So when is the
3: High Republic?
2: <laughs> the, High Re- the High Republic is set before – Is that uh, the Clone Wars? <laughs> it's set oh, God. It's set before the Clone Wars. It's set before the – I don't the Clone know. Wars. Star Wars is too complicated. I just like.
3: Yeah. I Just <laughs> wait,
1: shut wait. up. <laughs> uh, Podman, Ron, we'll give you a cue of when you can react to whatever Alex is saying and just say, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Alex, go
2: the high republic is set before the clone wars it's set before the republic uh way before episodes one two and three it's basically how the sith come back and reemerge, and it's basically a war between the jedi and sith the acolyte is going to take place with a female sith so they're looking for a woman of color to play and it's going to be her journey throughout the show that's the alkali <laughs> <Now, laughs>
1: that's when goes. you say that's interesting
3: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't really realize that. <laughs> that's great.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, can we wrap this up here? We have, we have a few other things, but uh, <laughs> I don't think it's anything pocket. that can't wait until next week. Is there. What do uh, we got? No, what do we got? Well, well we can't oh, do a show Brian's- when you can't hear half the people, Podman Ryan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brian's got Toy Galaxy. Got, I'll go over. Yeah, Ron just real go I've
1: yeah, so I- mentioned it before. Wait, wait. Is this a new segment? <laughs> theme song, drop the beat.
2: Ooh, what yeah. you looking at? What you looking at? <laughs> okay. Ooh, ooh, it's hot. I, it's too hot.
4: It's I'm hot. looking at Toy Galaxy on uh, YouTube. It's a it's a great I channel them too. Uh, toy I Galaxy's them too. fantastic. They yeah. what they'll do toy reviews. They'll uh, but they'll also do um, like TV show and movie property reviews or uh, um, like histories where they kind of tie in the show, the property, uh, stuff that went on with the production of the pro- of the show or the movie and like the toy line that that was developed from the, the, uh, the property. Uh, and so like this week's episode I'm not gonna go, I don't want to steal their thunder. it's great though they're all about 10, 12 minutes long but, but they talked about uh, the Buck, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Oh yeah, so, man!
3: What's that so, on?
4: Uh, it's on YouTube. Toy Galaxy. They do them all the time. I mean, they they do tons of properties and uh, um, uh, do like deep dives, and, and sometimes they'll even come back and do like a second one where they go a little a little deeper into the uh, into the the TV or the film or, or TV show.
3: How many episodes but, are on there?
4: Oh. It, they do stuff like uh, twice a week. I mean, it's You'll it's a rabbit a rabbit hole. You'll you'll start watching and you'll be there for like eight hours. But uh, no shit, Damn. kind of like just to give you a sample of what they kind of go over. Like in this week's episode, they went over Doctor Rogers the 25th Century, and they kind of talk about you know it, when it came out, they were everybody was scrambling for that Star Wars type property, uh, right. but but Lucas was so quick to say, "You're stealing my intellectual property. You're stealing my intellectual property." That's why that's one of the reasons I picked Buck Rogers is because it's it was so, Lucas, right? It's so far predated George Lucas. There's nothing he could say. Like Matter
3: he of fact, he's he practically stole from them and Flash Gordon. So right.
4: So, but uh, it was interesting stuff. Like uh, season, it, it only lasted two seasons. But did you know it started with a movie? They filmed a two-hour movie. Yep, I didn't know that. They released in theaters that had like. Cursing and was much darker. Yeah, and then they reshot scenes, split it in half, and made a, a two-part pilot uh, for the for the show. And you know can actually,
3: last... you can actually play the beginning of the movie, and it has like the uh, lyrics to the song, you know, that they sing. It's kind of kind of cheesy, but yeah, if you look it on YouTube,
0: yeah, it's yeah, the beginning of, just, of the movie. The,
4: just the audio, just the yeah, yeah. Um, it, what's interesting to me too is uh. It was produced by Glenn A. Larson, who yep. was already doing Battlestar Galactica. All you know what this- else Glenn A. Larson did? Go, tell us, few more. B.J. and the Bear. B.J. and the Bear. So, uh, but he did, uh, they were doing Battlestar Galactica at the same time, at the, uh, at the same studio. So they would share, like, uh, um, props. They would share uniforms and stuff like that. Uh, the uh, the fighters in, in uh, Buck Rogers were actually originally designed for Battlestar Galactica. Um, but apparently the downfall of the whole show, show was, uh, Gil Gerard was just a total douche to work with. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently like, uh, everybody hated working with him. And <laughs> even towards, even towards the end of the first season, he was doing interviews, like saying he wished they would just cancel the show. Cause he didn't like the lighter tone. He wanted it to be grittier. Um, and so the, at season is that
3: two. Why, is that why in season two he grew his hair long?
4: Maybe well, well season yeah. two season two they leave Earth right and so season yeah, two they leave searcher. Earth yeah they're in the searcher and they're looking for the lost colonies of Earth which is exactly the plot of, Ga- of Battlestar Galactica right so at that point it was like what the hell are you really doing and what's funny too is Wilma gets demoted Wilma I'd forgotten this but Wilma was a pilot right and uh, in season one but season two she'd been relegated to just working the comms on the flight deck like Uhura. <laughs> So yeah, she got she got demoted in season two, but uh, they, he, they do that kind of deep dive, and then they go into the show the toys, and they even reference the uh, three and a half foot inflatable Twiki RC oh, control. Oh man, so,
3: like, that's your
4: that's, that's your dream toy, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my dream toy. toy that's, man. that's great, Alex. You've seen that, right? The the yeah. Twiki, yeah, yeah, that I popped <laughs> on Christmas night.
3: Oh yeah. man. So. <laughs> You know what?
1: Yeah. We got to find you one so you can put it in your uh, nerd narratorial. That would
3: That's be right. cool. That would be cool. So, yeah, Toy Galaxy is fantastic. Oh, there's bro- Alex just appeared
1: on my thing. Oh, how about that? Look at there. There's your boy. Just, just in time. Yeah, Toy Galaxy. All right. Toy Galaxy on,
3: on YouTube, right? On the long YouTube. On YouTube.
1: On the YouTube. How, how,
3: how long is each episode?
1: Like Two hours. They're the okay. same as this <laughs> podcast episode. Two hours. You won't make it through. Brad is, Brad is rushing
3: us tonight, man. He is so done. It's two hours. How am I rushing you?
1: And I cut two. I cut two of my segments.
0: <laughs> we really
1: gotta keep. We
4: either need to keep it tighter or do this twice a week or something. Like no, I'm, I'm
1: tighter. Not,
4: uh, no, 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 I'm tighter.
3: Brad, like tighter, tighter.
1: This not the like.
4: Keep it <laughs> Thursdays and Sundays.
3: Yeah, no. yeah there you go. No. So, what's coming up next week? I've got to do. I've You've got to watch F
1: nine.
2: I got to go watch, go watch F nine. We got Loki. Loki F nine. Pray oh. to God. Pray to God. And I got to
3: catch up on the damn mirror Rick and Morty I missed tonight. Bosch
2: season seven. Boss, you mean the bounty
3: hunter
1: boss? Yeah, it's oh, going Bosch. to be on Disney Plus. Have you seen Boss? Bounty
4: Hunter Shot. B-O-S-H. Yeah,
1: boss. the bounty hunter from Empire. Yeah, that guy. The lizard-looking dude. No. The old Doctor Who outfit,
2: yeah. yeah Brad did Brad, 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 Brad not know how much like longer you? this
1: episode could go, but he just... <laughs> we're are they make a You know, we hosting no. by the minute, guys. You know <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't either.
3: <laughs> What's the deal with Boss? Okay. He's a
2: detective. For a <laughs> and lawyer. on that note,
1: he's a detective, a <laughs> lawyer, or a medical we'll, examiner.
2: We'll find out what Bosk is next week. Uh, look, the lizard? Brad. Oh, God. Brad, wrap it up. Well, hold
3: on before we go. Like, I got to know. Oh, are they God. making a boss
0: series? Yes. No, they're not. Yes. Yes, they
4: are. Yes, they he's are. A they
1: hu- he's a bounty hunter, medical yep. examiner, detective, <laughs> lawyer. And a lizard. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll hear more about Bosk in the next episode. But until then, Alex.
2: Oh, save it for the podcast. <laughs>